All right, fellow fact checkers, be sure to head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and check out the best coffee sponsor a guy could ever hope for. And if you use the code FCT for fact check this at checkout, you will get 18% off any order of $25 or more. Also, be sure to check out the subscription packages. And any order of $37.99 or more goes free shipping. Check out the light blend, the dark blend, the uh, medium blend, the electric boogaloo, and the decaf. Be sure to check out Fox and Sons Coffee. So let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right, Fact Check This. And today, let's take a look at something that's kind of funny and it'll get into some other theories I have about different things going on on social media. This one is really interesting. For those who aren't familiar with the story, there was a account called Erica Marsh. It was uh, Erica Reports or something like that was the the at the handle. And it's been like kicked around for a while that that this account was a bot that it was fake and it was one of those that i never really i never really paid a whole lot of attention because at first glance i thought okay this is either like way too on the nose to be real or if it is real this person is a complete waste of oxygen and like just hollow inside the head like there's nothing there's nothing that's of substance going on in there and and the profile like fit all of the all of the warning signs of uh, I, I've been going through a uh, friend of the show Magoo and I have been talking about uh, some different accounts on online and and uh, I am a I am a dentist on occasion and a big supporter of the dentist movement and uh, we are we are all dentists here at some point or another. Uh, trolling and parodying and like um dr ann lesby md or something like that and uh, uh Ref- reverend ray Sistman. uh we were looking at another one it's, it's uh oh gosh what was the name of the account now i'm drawing a blank for some reason it was so funny uh hold on I got, i've got it right here his uh danny g german just put the put the, the the letters all together and and see what the handle would be for for that one uh geez there's so many good parody accounts and and when so so this erica marsh account like when i saw it it just felt too on the nose right so i tried to ignore it and not get worked up by it because i suspected it was something was up with this i don't think it was actually a parody but the there were some lines that ended up getting crossed so let's let's talk let's uh take a look at and the fact that the washington post is reporting on this makes me think that it might have actually been a parody account because you know they would run cover for it if it was a if it was a legit uh leftist account and i feel like a viral left-wing Twitter account may have been, excuse me, may have been fake all along. The Erica Marsh account 
shows how rage baiting remains a powerful way to win attention and score political points. And for those who are watching the video, this the the face on the account has been there's there are posts that show that that this person has been used in like a dozen uh like ad campaigns and stuff for like recruiting websites and different types of stuff so that kind of leans leads more into the uh likelihood of, of it being a fake in eight months erica marsh has become one of the most consistently viral left-wing voices on twitter gaining more than 130,000 followers for her hyper-liberal often melodramatic opinions on the biggest flashpoints in american news She's been especially popular with conservatives who promoted her as a perfect symbol of how overly theatrical and inane liberals can be. Like when she attacked the Supreme Court's affirmative action decision last week by saying no black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system. The tweet was viewed more than 27 million times. There's just one problem. She's probably fake. The proud Democrat in Washington, as she described herself on Twitter, doesn't show up in any local phone or voting records. The Biden presidential campaign, where she said she worked as a field organizer, at organizer, has no record of her. Neither does the Obama Foundation, where she claims to have volunteered. Her only other known social media profile on TikTok posts copies of her tweets, but has never included her speaking or showing her face. And a digital imaging expert said that the three purported selfies she's posted on Twitter showing a young, smiling blonde woman bear the hallmarks of digital manipulation. I strongly suspect that this person doesn't exist, said John Scott Railton, a senior researcher at the Citizen Lab at the University of Toronto who studies online disinformation. It's as if she dropped from the moon and arrived fully formed with this narrative that makes liberals look like idiots. That's what I love about it. That's that's why I tried to never get too worked up about it because I always kind of thought it's it's so on the nose it can't be real right like it it can't be real. After the Washington Post raised questions about the account with employees of Twitter's trust and safety department, the account was suspended on Sunday for unknown reasons. Unknown reasons being that they finally figured out this isn't a real person and all the and the 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 account that all the lefties have been. I loving on is obviously just a troll making fun of them. Twitter does not officially respond to requests for comment. Marsh's account, which did not respond to requests for comment, has not tweeted since. Months after Elon Musk took over Twitter with a scorched earth playbook to eradicate scammers and spam, the Internet's long established playbook for winning online engagement, known as attention farming, remains decisively in play. Marsh's account tended to post messages so polarizing and incendiary that readers couldn't help but respond, boosting her public profile in the process, a tactic known as rage baiting. The strategy was most infamously deployed by trolls linked to the Russian government to stir up angst and chaos during the and we go back to during the 2016 U.S. presidential campaign. But it's also a common tool for domestic tricksters and opportunists seeking to ridicule their political opponents or just benefit from the attention of a big, engaged follower base. For months, Marsh's account... I love this little link here in the middle for those who are watching the video. It says, Maryland was never in play in 2016. The Russians targeted it anyway. They're still running with the Russian, like the Washington Post and the New York Times are still running with the the Russian, uh, the Russiagate bullshit when it's 
been verified that it was the Hillary campaign who was talking to and dealing with the Russians the entire time. It was never Trump. So, so fucking insane. This is why the left deserves to be ridiculed and mocked and trolled with these Erica Marsh types of accounts and uh, Claire Foster, PhD, and all the others. Like They deserve every bit of this. Her account carried a blue verified check mark, an icon that once uh, connoted that the person's identity had been confirmed by Twitter, but since Elon Musk's takeover last year, has come to mean only that the account has paid for the designation. She waved off doubters by saying repeatedly that she was not a parody, fake person, or a robot, but tweeted once that she wished she were because it would make navigating Twitter a lot easier. She declined to share details about herself by saying that she had a terrifying stalker from social media, adding, I've learned from mistakes in the past and chose not to share much of my personal life. Last week, as people questioned her legitimacy, she asked her Twitter followers to recommend a defamation attorney to her. When it came to political commentary, she seemed to regard every polarizing news story as an opportunity to offer her opinion and to solicit her fans to promote her to their own networks. She started her account in September of 2022, shortly before Musk's takeover, with a rapid-fire series of left-leaning tweets and requests for people to retweet it if they agreed. It worked. In November and December, she was gaining more than 1,000 followers a day, according to audience data from the social media analytics firm Social Blade. Here you see her varying manipulated photos, possibly manipulated photos. It's unclear where the account's photos came from, but Scott Railton suspects they may be stock images, selfies taken from a woman not connected to the account, or images that were otherwise altered, perhaps to combine multiple photos into one. Each had a different background, though the facial features remain largely the same. Some of her tweets were copied word for word from other big left-wing accounts or trending tweets, while others sometimes read like liberal caricatures. Last month, she said she still wears two masks whenever I go out, and support Ukraine. <laughs> On Twitter, she became a subject of heavy doubt and fascination, with some theorizing that she was a right-wing agitator or a foreign actor, or that she was designed to collect as much data about Democratic voters as possible for God knows what. Amateur online sleuths noted that her name matched a character on the TV show One Tree Hill that said they'd found one of her profile photos on a German marketing website. The last part could not be confirmed. The assertion she was phony, however, became just another way to build the, an audience. A MAGA just told me that my proud Democrat followers are bots, and she tweeted last year. Let's prove him wrong. Where are my allies at? Her most extreme and mean-spirited tweets, including her glee over the death of a J6 rioter, were often used by conservatives cr to criticize the Biden administration based on her assertion she'd been involved with his campaign. Her tweet about the affirmative action decision, which she said... Black people would not succeed in a merit-based system, sparked a viral outcry of its own. One tweet in which a correspondent for a news outlet cover covering U.S.-Africa policy tweeted that a former Biden organizer had offered the craziest and most disrespectful argument he had ever read has been viewed nearly four million times. Marsh later defended her tweet, saying it had been manipulated for propaganda and, misinfor and misinformation by ultra-MAGA. <laughs> The Today News Africa correspondent Simon Ataba defended his tweet in an email to the Post. There was no reason to doubt the authenticity of her Twitter account until it was suspended on Sunday, he wrote. It's natural for us to assume that the information people provide on their profiles is true. 
A former Twitter trust and safety employee who investigated accounts for impersonation and authentication, who left the company earlier this year after Musk's takeover and spoke on the condition of anonymity due to fear of harassment, said the company had seen a rush of accounts of North Macedonia around October of 2020 posing as pro-Trump influencers and offering up the same style of over-the-top clickbait tweets. Troll farms from the Republic of Eastern Europe have in recent years run sensationalist websites and taken over Facebook pages in hopes of pulling in ad money from angry readers in the U.S., regardless of their political leanings. It's unclear whether Marsh's account was part of that kind of campaign, the former Twitter employee said, but it shares many of the characteristics of the network of fake political accounts created during the run-up to the 2022 midterms. The accounts were often run from foreign countries, and opined on divisive current events while posing as politically active Americans. They tended to use profile pictures taken from around the internet to create a persona that seemed relatable or engaging, young women, teachers, and veterans. And they used exaggerated political stances to stir up controversy, draw readers' ire, and build an audience, either to score political points or monetize the account, maybe by changing its name and content in the months to come. For some months, the Erica Marsh account profile included a link to a Venmo account, which would have allowed readers to send her money. Venmo didn't respond immediately to a request for comment. You can go a long way with a reasonably consistent one-dimensional identity online if it has certain features, smart strategies for posting content and attractive profile picture, a degree of spice and sassiness, Scott Railton said. Our online discourse is deeply vulnerable to this kind of character. It's why the trolls are so great. It's why, see, there are other accounts that didn't pop up in 2022. There are a lot of, a lot of them that have been around for years and they've been doing this kind of thing and they've been doing it well. And there has, there, there, there is some level of upfrontness that is required by Twitter now. Like a lot of them have to have to label themselves as satire or or parody or you know something of something of the nature like comedy whatever they but you know if it's run well enough you can't tell the difference I, like like the ones I was talking about earlier uh, Anita be eating uh, Anita be eaten and uh and lesby and <laughs> claire foster uh reverend ray chisholm uh reverend ray cis man uh danny g german like these accounts are very well run they don't all identify themselves as parody but if you just look at them if you just like pay attention to some of the stuff they say it's like the it's like the Erica Marsh. I still wear two masks while I'm out supporting Ukraine. Like, I guarantee you, there were hundreds, if not thousands, of psychopath liberals who saw that and thought, "Yes, yes, I do this too. We are on the same side. You are my friend, and we agree with each other." I guarantee it. It's why I'm skeptical of the other 98% and occupied Democrats. Like, I almost feel like 
these are being run in a similar way, but it's a lot more subtle, especially occupied Democrats, like from time to time, they say something that is so on the nose that it's just like, this can't be real, can it? This has to be satire, right? It's, it's almost like, it's almost like the, the, the black people can't succeed in a merit-based system tweet. Like they hit it so on the nose and it, it really makes me wonder like what's real <laughs> everything like everything is dennis at some point it's and the the really crazy thing is uh what was the sam sam smith was that his name i can't remember the guy's name the one that basically said that like Joe Biden could have kids locked up in his basement and he'd still vote for him or something like that. Like that's not parody. That was a real human being live in person saying that shit. And that's why you can create a parody account, a satire account and say this stuff and liberals will agree with it. And conservatives will buy that that is actually some psychopath leftist. Because they are that fucking crazy. They will say that exact fucking thing and believe it. They firmly, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, liberals firmly believe that black people cannot compete in a merit-based system. They are the most, like, it's the most shady form of racism ever. It's just insane. But that, I mean, that's the society we live in. And I got to say, since discovering these parodies and getting involved with the denising and stuff like that, oh my God, it's the, it's, this is the only way to do the internet is to just be as over the top insane as possible and see who bites because the ones who bite and believe it's real. Those are the people who are a waste of fucking oxygen and a waste of brain space. And the people who bite and get mad about it, those are the people who lack a sense of humor and you should keep your distance from. Like like the, the leftists who buy into the stuff that the Erica Marsh account said, the, the stuff that the other parodies say, like the ones that are championing that is, yeah, you're right. We love Joe Biden. Black people can't succeed unless we're helping them. <clears throat> Those are the people that are fucking brain dead. The ones who see these things and get pissed off about them lack a sense of humor and they need help. Right? Those are the people that if they understood, would probably see the humor in it and would probably see the value in it. But they're so over-politicized on everything that they think it's all real and they're just ready to go in a rage fit and be pissed off. Right? You have to approach this stuff from it's all fake, it's all stupid, it's all meant for our entertainment. So go be entertained. Create a dentist of your own and go entertain people. If, if you didn't participate in the Dennis Weekend, you should have. You you missed out. 
if you don't have a at least one or two fake accounts or parody accounts, go create one and just have some fucking fun with it. Like, stop being so serious all the time. At the end of the day, we're all going to die and then it's not going to matter anyway. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Go out and run and play with your kids and plant a garden and go to the beach and fuck off and do something in the mountains and chase a goat. I don't know. Enjoy life. Don't be pissed off all the time. If you see something that's stupid, it's like, God, that's fucking stupid. And then block that person and move on. Or dig into it and see if it's a parody. And then promote everything that they tweet, everything that they post, and see who you can fool with it. That's it for today. I will be back on Wednesday with the last episode of the month. I am actually going to take the rest of the month off. We will be in, uh, we will be leaving on Friday to go to Montana and we will not be back until the 23rd. And I suspect it's going to take me basically the rest of the month to recover from a 29 hour drive out there and a 29 hour drive back and all kinds of activities the entire time there. Cause I, there's a almost a hundred percent chance that I'll drive the entire trip. So yeah. Uh, Wednesday will be the last episode of this month. I will be back on August 2nd after that. Uh, there will be no dailies or anything after this week. So I will be back on August 2nd with all of that stuff. And I will see you on Wednesday. And if you miss me on Wednesday, I won't see you until August. So have a good one, everybody. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product highly recommend. So go check them out.